should you be using Twitter for your business? We're going to talk about why you might want to consider it and then what you should be doing in episode 28 of Social Media Simplified. You're listening to Social Media Simplified with Lara Wellman, the podcast for business owners who want to harness the power of digital marketing to grow their business online. Twitter, for me, is one of the places that I started really getting social online. I had a blog. I was communicating with people through blog comments, which is sort of how it was back in 2006, 2007. But the first time that I really, really got social, really had conversations with people on a regular basis was on Twitter. And this was after having been on Facebook for a while. Twitter is a place that I met my previous business partner. It's where I met a lot of my friends that are in my neighborhood, in my area, who I get together with on a regular basis. There are a lot of reasons that Twitter can be a really good place to spend your time. And if I go back five, six years, that's where I started my business. I decided to start running workshops to help people learn how to use Twitter because I felt so strongly that people could meet their tribe there, that it was a place they could really engage with people, communicate with them, and just find what they needed, whatever that may be, whether it be other moms, which is where I started out, whether it be potential customers, whether it be people that you could partner up with, people, all kinds of things, right? The potential and the opportunities were endless on Twitter. The thing is, Twitter started to change. And, you know, part of it was just that all of the online world got noisier, that there are just less conversations happening, that people went to different places. The conversations that I used to have in Twitter conversations often now happen in closed Facebook groups. It's just the evolution of social and how people do things. So I've gotten to a place where people often ask me about Twitter and whether or not they should be doing it for their business. And they seem to think first off the bat, they think they should be there. And they apologize to me. Lara, I know that I should be using Twitter, but I just can't seem to do it. I don't know what I'm supposed to be saying and I don't understand the language and I don't have time. And they they are, they're coming to me from a place of disappointment that they aren't doing what they should be doing. So what I want to talk about today first is deciding whether or not Twitter is the right place for you. Then I want to talk about some of the opportunities that exist on Twitter for you to take advantage of. And then I'm going to talk to you about a challenge that I'm going to be running, a free challenge to sort of, if you are going to use Twitter, if it is the right fit for you, you can come and join us and hopefully get more out of your experience and the time that you are spending on Twitter. Because that's the number one thing for business owners. You're busy. I get that. We all are busy. And if we are wasting our time or spinning our wheels or doing things that aren't getting us towards our goals, there's no point. The first thing you need to know when you're deciding whether or not to use Twitter is what you're trying to do. You need to know what your goals are. Some of the reasons that I think you should be on Twitter are if you are looking to reach out to experts, to people that you wouldn't usually have access to. So I think, first of all, there's value in being on Twitter as an individual, having your account, even if you aren't there on a regular basis, being findable there. I think that if you are thinking about how you can reach out to somebody that you don't know and have them, you know, pay attention, they are actually most likely to do it on Twitter. 
not always, but if you think about, and this is particularly true of sort of celebrities or thought leaders, that there are all kinds of people who you probably in the past, if you went back 20 years, you never could have imagined that you would have a conversation with the author of your favorite book or the guy who just had an interview on TV and said something really interesting. But now you have the opportunity to tweet them and have them probably pay attention. Maybe they won't respond, but they'll probably have seen what you had to say. That is an accessibility we never used to have. And I think that is a beautiful power of Twitter. So if you think about who you might like to reach out to and why, there are people who you want to reach out to because you want to have opportunities. You want to build relationships with people. So a great example is people in the media. And this has come up with it in a couple of other episodes of the podcast when it comes to media you want to reach out to producers, you want to reach out to people who are making the decisions about who's on a podcast, about who is, you know, accepting guest posts on a blog, about who is deciding who's going to be on a radio or a TV show. Those people are often on Twitter. And if you want to build relationships with them, you want to know that one of the reasons you're on Twitter is to do that. It's not just to go on and share your sales. It's not just to go on and blast and broadcast whatever it is you're doing. You really need to think that to get the most value out of Twitter, it's about having conversations. You aren't going to have conversations with random people without a goal and have it work for you. So you need to know what you're trying to do. Meet people who you can get onto their podcast. Meet people who you can get on their radio show. Liaise with um, people that you might want to be able to partner with to create a new program. Liaise with the kinds of people who might send you referrals. Think about who it is that you want to reach out to because that's part of the process. To really be successful on Twitter, plan out what you want to have happen. And then once you're there, You need to think about the fact that you are actually going to have to have conversations. Again, you can share stuff, right? If you just want to share your content, you can do that, but you're not going to get the same value out of Twitter unless you're having conversations with people and and they're paying attention to you. A lot of people create special lists of people and they only pay attention to those. So even though somebody may have followed you on Twitter, it doesn't mean they have any interest in what you have to say. Half the time they may have just followed you so that you'll follow them back. So instead, you want people to think that you're a thought leader. That's another goal, right? I'm a thought leader in such and such a thing and I want to reach out to the kind of people who are curating content about that topic. Every time that I get added to a list of podcasters, I'm thrilled because that means that I am now on a list that other people are following and people are going to find out about my podcast that I wasn't reaching in the first place. Build relationships with people so that you can reach your goals. All right, let's do a little nitty gritty Twitter talk. My second ever podcast on this show was about Twitter. I'm going to link to that in the show notes, but even if you just go to larawellman.com slash podcast slash two, I went through some of the nitty gritty, what is a list, what, how, what is a handle, all of that kind of stuff I did that in that episode. So I encourage you to go and listen to it. I'm going to share a couple of just good to know tips because I know some of you probably haven't really used Twitter at all. Some of you may have and that's, you know, you're going to have to bear with me for a minute. But for those of you who don't have a lot of experience with Twitter, here are just a few little tips for you to know about on how to use it well. First of all, the language of Twitter is speaking in small sound bites. So you need to learn how to say what you want to say in, you know, less than 140 characters. They're making some changes, so now at least you don't have to worry about the amount of text that your um, URL for your photo or, or for your what you're linking to cutting into that 140, but you still need to be concise. 
people expect that. On Twitter, you see a lot of hashtags and some of them are meant to be clicked just like on Instagram and on Facebook so that you can find other content like that. It's a great way to pull together on, you know, big events. It's good for actually being at a conference, for example. It's great for Twitter chats, which are one of my favorite things, but we're not going to get into that today. Another way that people use hashtags is what I like to say, sort of the underlying context of what they want you to know. So especially in a place where you only have 140 characters to say what you're trying to say, you use that pound symbol and then you can squish words together without spaces and it becomes the subtext of your tweet. Now, why is this important? One, it's not that important. But the second reason that I want you to know about it is because you're going to see it on Twitter and you're going to think, what is that? Or maybe you won't. But Some people, especially, you know, before people really understood what hashtags were all about, that was a really big tricky thing. Like, what is going on with that? So a hashtag is always clickable, but it's whatever words you put after the pound symbol. It doesn't matter if there's a pre-existing list or anything like that. Whatever you type in after a pound symbol becomes a hashtag. And if you want to say, hashtag, don't listen to me, I'm just kidding, that is a totally acceptable thing and way to speak on Twitter. Another little tidbit that I'd just like to really share because I think not enough people realize this happens. If you start a tweet with somebody's handle, so let's say you say, at Lara Wellman, I really like cheese. I don't know why you would say that, but let's say you did. What I want you to know about that tweet is the way Twitter's set up is that they expect conversation. Those conversations that I'm telling you you should be having, Twitter expects them to happen. And they expect that once you're having conversations, not everybody cares anymore what you're talking about. Not everybody wants to be part of the conversation. However, if you're having a conversation with me and we have friends who know both of us, they might be interested. So what Twitter has done is that if you start a tweet with somebody's handle, so at Lara Wellman, I really like this cheese, only people who follow both of us will see that tweet. And the reason this is important because a lot of people will start tweets like that. At Lara Wellman has a new program I'm taking let's say, and people don't realize that when they were to tweet that way, the only people who will see that tweet have to already like both of us. And that's not the intention of the tweet. It's to be more promotional. So make sure that if you're starting a tweet, you don't start it with somebody's handle unless it's an intentional conversation. So those are a few tips. But what I really want to get back to is whether or not you should be on Twitter. If you don't have a clear goal, then I don't think you should. So I think you need to think about what that clear goal is. And if right now you don't have time to invest into building relationships, if you're not looking for new partnerships, you're not looking for media attention, I think it's very possible that you should be focusing somewhere else like Facebook or your blog or email marketing, which are the three things that I tend to think people really need to start with. But if you are ready to be on Twitter, if you've set out your goals, I think there is huge potential there. And you know, if you spend 5, 10, 15 minutes there a day just having some interactions, you'll see that it can be quite effective. What I've decided to do, because I feel like so many people are struggling with Twitter, and hey, you know what, even myself, I found myself backing away from it, and I need to reinvest my time there. 
is to run a challenge. So I have a free Facebook group for business owners and I've talked about it on the show before, but I run challenges in there every once in a while. I did a planning challenge before the new year. I did an Instagram challenge a couple months ago. And so I'm going to run a Twitter challenge starting the last week of May, first week of June. And if you're interested in participating, there's going to be a link in the show notes at larawellman slash podcast slash 28. And you're going to be able to sign up to get the emails that invite you into the group and that remind you about the daily challenge. So you'll have to join the group, but you'll also get some emails so that you get reminded that you're supposed to take part of the challenge. So come to larawellman.com slash podcast slash 28. And I'm going to have a five day challenge that's designed to sort of just help you get started to get you feeling like, okay, this is why I'm on Twitter today. This is what I want to achieve. This is what I want to do. I'm going to build a list. I'm going to work on a list. I'm going to respond to a few people. So you have a goal to start getting really comfortable with that medium and decide whether or not you want to keep going. But until you've really given it a shot, until you've figured out, you know, what the little tips and tricks and things you can be doing aren't can be frustrating. And I get that. So I'm hoping that challenge will be helpful to you. In the show notes, I'm also going to have links to the first episode I did on Twitter and to some other articles I've written over the years on Twitter and how to use it well, because it really is a powerful tool. And there's lots and lots of information out there on how you can do it well. That being said, if you're not using it, don't beat yourself up. It's okay. There are so many options out there. And again, it all comes down to what you decided your priorities are for your online marketing this year. I hope that answered some of your Twitter questions. And I hope you join us for the challenge. Again, come to to my show notes, larawellman.com slash podcast slash 28. And when you're there, take a moment, subscribe to iTunes or Stitcher so that you can get this podcast automatically. And I would really appreciate if you would spend a few minutes giving me a review so that other people can find the show. That's it for this week. Until next time, I'll see you online.